Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to the Your Favorite Film is Trash Christmas Spectacular special uh holiday extravaganza uh, i'm very excited to be doing this episode christmas is probably my favorite my absolute favorite holiday it's just a wonderful time of year to be alive uh, it really is man it's cold it is it is Eggman. it's colder outside so your sleeves and pant legs are longer um everybody's just in a cheery giving mood uh and i'm joined by my main man young eggs uh what's up eggs happy holidays hey, bro what's up? Uh, happy holidays to you too, man. Happy uh, to be here. I'm glad you're happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be here with you. Did you finish our Christmas shopping, pal? I did. I got it out the way early. I woke up. Uh, I had a nightmare one night, and I couldn't go back to sleep, so I just did all my online shopping in bed. Uh, that's why I told yeah. the rest died. Thank God, man. I used to work there. <laughs> I killed it. in peace. <laughs> Bozo. <laughs> uh, but uh, so this is gonna be a little bit different than a traditional episode of your favorite film is trash. Uh, we're gonna just tackle some overrated Christmas specials because uh, I have my favorites and they're the best, and the ones that are on this list are not very good and they're trash, and nobody should ever watch them again. Uh, X, wh- which films are, are we tackling? Which which overrated, overwrapped pieces of crap? Uh, from the holidays are, are we, are we going to talk about? Who? Man, we got A Christmas Story. Good trash. We got Die Hard. We've got Home Alone 2. We've got Jingle All the Way. And, last but not least, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, 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 a classic slate. One uh, right for this man today. So uh, let's get into it. Recorded in Houston, Texas by 10 Clock Productions. All right. So 1983's A Christmas Story. Uh, Actually, it's a Canadian film. You didn't know that it was shot in uh, Toronto. 
And uh, so shouldn't it be called a Boxing Day story? Possibly. I think they celebrate that there. What's what's a Boxing Day? Boxing Day. I think it's a day about giving gifts in Canada. So it's just a, it's just a gift day. It's Christmas. It might be Christmas. Christmas too. I think Boxing Day is actually December twenty sixth. Why don't they box for it? If it's Boxing Day, I thought I I I thought that was the the point of the day. Once upon a time as well, but I learned it's give the gift of hands. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it uh, came out in 1983, filmed in Toronto, uh, budget of $3.3 million, uh, I believe that's U.S. dollars, uh, opening weekend made $2 million, uh, but I think it came out like Thanksgiving weekend, um, which actually is, is pretty disappointing, um, either way, uh, gone on to be a... Uh, a film, a part of the Christmas film canon, really. It uh, gets played 24 hours straight, back-to-back, nonstop, every year on TBS now. Um, I don't know, I man. Hate, by the way. Yeah. I'll know, tell you uh, what. Uh, that's my pop's favorite movie. And I've been forced to watch at least... Um, Anywhere between eleven and eighteen hours of the Christmas story of a Christmas story, you know, depending on what the NBA slate was uh, that particular Christmas. So, uh, fuck the Christmas story and uh, fuck TBS for continuing to do this and continuing to put young boys and girls through such horrors on what should be a joyous day. I didn't like uh, when the dude licked the pole. It's just a, a little bit too phallic. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, I, you know, it's, I, I think there's some, there were some funny moments in it. Uh, overall, I, I, I think A Christmas Story is just a, a bit too, like, it, I think it's what, the, it's set in like the 1940s or 1930s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I couldn't help but think like where, like what t- side of town are they in? Like, cause I don't see any black people, and I'm just a little worried. You know, I, I always worry when I watch these kind of movies. They're 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 a little uh too too like Americana. I, I, I think the, the word one. you're working for is white. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little too alabaster. Out here drinking milk with dinner. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Ovaltine. I'm not a big fan of uh, Christmas Story just because I feel like it, the overall, you know, the message uh, of the film just glorifies gun violence. And I feel like in this this climate that we live in and the world we live in today, I think there's there's, there's no place for that. It's uh, it's disgusting to say the least. I think it's I think it's tone deaf to not only play it, uh, you know, for its actual runtime. But to play it on a continuous loop for twenty four hours, um, this is why no. the other countries are beating us in math and science, uh, because we're uh, we're brainwashing our children, and uh, uh, this is why the school shootings are happening and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And uh, you know that's just not what what Christmas is about. Uh, and uh, you know uh, I I want it I want it I want it stopped. Talk to him. 
I'm, I'm right there with you, you know, and the objectification of women, you know, yeah. the actual, you know, the, they have an actual amputated woman's leg <laughs> as an object. Yeah. And they, uh, they taxidermy it and then they, they put a light bulb in it for what, you know? All right. This next film on the uh, holiday special countdown. This is a little controversial uh, because in the uh, your favorite film is Trash, Writer's Room, uh, Writer's Room that employs you know, hundreds of young and up-and-coming uh, comedic minds, uh, a lot of different opinions flying around the room. It's, it's great. We have fun. Uh, it's, it's a great time, a great place to be. But uh, they decided uh, to put Die Hard on this list. Now, uh, Die Hard is a film I, I, I'm a bit of a fan of, but uh, like anything, uh, I can nitpick and in, in, uh, in pick holes in it. And, and hey, even some of my favorite things are trash. So uh, it stars Bruce Willis as Renegade Cop, John McClane. Uh, Eggs, what year did it come out, pal? 88. Same as, uh, same as uh, Bobby Brown's uh, uh, Don't Be Cool. A great year for Renegade bad boys who play by their own rules. Wouldn't you say, Eggs? Oh, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And there's a bit of controversy about this film because while it does take place on Christmas, it's a movie that has a lot of blood and gore and action and uh, white feet being mutilated by glass and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, while it does take place on Christmas, does it, does it necessarily put one in the Christmas spirit? Um, you know, that's uh, that's between you and your God. Uh, we can't decide that here for you uh, at your favorite film is trash. But uh, I, I, I feel it is a Christmas film. Uh, wouldn't you agree, X? Yeah, you know, because sometimes Christmas is about, uh, you know, chasing your wife. Yes, even after did she's... Did I see that? Uh, you did. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a family movie, you know? He's going to be with his family on Christmas, but there's just German terrorists in the way. He is. You know? That's it. That's basically it. I think uh, uh, one of the one of the cool things about this movie, though, is that uh, it's 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 set in a, in a tower, in a uh, mm-hmm. a high rise in Century City, in in Los Angeles, and uh, it's basically one location. It's vertical. They go up, and uh, one one interesting thing, if you think about it, is that. Uh, you get to see a top-down view of Carl Winslow, the whole movie, which is... <laughs> if, you, if you look uh, at him, if you look at Carl Winslow, like, top-down, he, he kind of, he's shaped like a, like a, like a dartboard, kind of. <laughs> I think one of the most interesting things about this movie is that Carl Winslow is essentially, it's just, he's playing Carl Winslow, like, four years before Family Matters even premiered. Like, he's just, (laughs) I like to think, because, you know, he shot the kid, right? (laughs) This is why he's working the fucking uh, midnight Christmas terrorist beat. Uh, I like to think that after he shot that kid and the whole thing with John McClane, that they put his family into witness protection, moved him to Chicago, and that's when he he married uh, fucking Harriet. Who would come down the stairs <laughs> looking trash, and the whole audience would be like, "Woo!" Classic tweet in the annals of Twitter history. Classic, classic tweet. Eddie walked in that in the house with his face 
tore up, man. The dragons beat that nigga ass, dog. But anyway, I digress. But uh, I guess some of the trash about this movie, uh, once again, you know, it doesn't respect women. Uh, as we as we mentioned in the intro, uh, John McClane is uh he's he's really he's at the he's at the Christmas party stalking his wife, who divorced him. For uh, if I'm not mistaken, the same kind of behavior that he's displaying here, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he just does a lot of a lot of you know death defying feats in this movie. But you know, the one thing that I you know really bothers me is in in particular the feats. Uh, after his after his feet got cut up by that glass, it should have been over. I mean, I'm a big John McClane fan. Uh, I'm glad he was able to save the day. But you know, he would have been out of commission at that point, don't you think, Eggman? Well, that that was one of the points I was going to bring up. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I I agree. Uh, but I I think if if you've ever had you know white roommates or or anything like that, <laughs> you, you learn that that they become accustomed to walking barefoot. Um. You know, by will, really, not not by you know, and uh, I mean that that is one of the things that shocked me early about this movie. But then, as I learned more about my uh, you know my white brothers and sisters, you know, I, I got it. I started to get it. You learn something new every day, pal. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one one thing I. <laughs> one one thing uh, again that that bothered me about this movie. Um, actually, I'm a big fan of the the um, the hacker trope, where you got the you got the guy who just like never stops typing, and he's in a, a dark van, and he's got glasses because he's smart. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a black guy in this movie, and he was um he was hacking, and he's doing the you know the enhance, he's doing that and all that <laughs> stuff. And then he, at the end, he battles uh, the other, the other black guy, the cat, the limo driver. So uh, mm-hmm. it's Argyle. Argyle's the limo driver. He's like the, I don't know if he's supposed to be funny or just like. He's cooning the whole movie, man. Yeah, yeah, he was Argyle. <laughs> yeah, I mean skeletons. They, skeletons is, is a heater though. That'll bring a little coon out of you now. Yeah. Yeah, Argyle, he, he, he reminded me, um, if you've ever seen uh, Black Dynamite, he reminded me of um, of Tommy Davidson's character in that movie. Cream Corn. Cream Corn, yeah. Cream Corn, a legend. Yeah, yeah, so if you've never, yeah. yeah and that's what, he, that's what he reminded me of. But Argyle and Theo um, have a, a, a major boss battle at the end. And um, Argyle rams Theo with the car. And uh, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's the extent of their battle, pretty much. If it seems anticlimactic, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they deserve better or not. Um, John McClane got a helicopter and uh, you know some dynamite, some C four. Uh, I don't know. Well said. Am I am I jaded? Possibly. Home Alone <laughs> Two, Lost in New York. This uh, 1992 John Hughes film, uh, starring Macaulay Culkin. I believe he was 11 at the time. Uh, either way, 
this was kind of a a, a, a soft, not a sophomore slump. You don't really have a sophomore slump, but this is a little let down. Uh, the the sequel was not as good as the original movie. Uh, I don't even know. I don't think it made. What what Eric? Did you see the uh, the box office numbers for this? Nigga, that shit blew out the park, man. Uh, well, this yeah, one, no, this yeah, one no, made... it... wow. no, this was a, this was <laughs> yeah. this was a fucking heater, man. I don't know what you, you talking about. It, it, uh, no, it cost twenty million to make. I'm saying it made three hundred sixty million first... at the box office. I'm saying in comparison to the first one. Three hundred sixty million is still pretty right? fucking good. <laughs> Either way, this one this one effectively put a wrap on the series. Um, they they probably could have done more, you know. So it didn't. So it didn't do as well as the first well one, but it's still one, yeah. it's still three hundred sixty million. Three hundred sixty million. <laughs> like like no nobody's gonna say to you. Nah, eggs. You can't make no more movies, nigga. She only made three hundred sixty. <laughs> Wait, where did it make three hundred sixty million? Yeah, box office for Home Alone 2, 360 million. Yeah. Box office where, where for Home Alone. Where did you get that number? Wikipedia. <laughs> where did we get all of the numbers? Wikipedia. Nigga? Where else would you no, get your number? It says 173. What? <laughs> yeah, gross. 173. Was that domestic gross? Uh, Probably. Okay, Wikipedia got the, got the total number. Nigga, we worldwide. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The first one did 285 <laughs> gross in in America. Whatever. Anyway, I know. I'm saying it's. A, I'm saying it's a letdown. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess technically. Listen. No. <laughs> don't give me no technically. No. 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 How you I mean, go from? You. Hold I, up. I'm hold on this side. I'm on this side. About the first one. Y'all talking about the second one? We're we'll talking about the second one. No, 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 no. It is a severe drop off from from one to two. Is it not? <laughs> it is. Yeah. No. I, I'm I'm with you, pal. It's it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to. No, I don't want to. I don't want to fight my co-host if, or, or my. You <laughs> no, know, I'm, my producer, I'm on your side. If, if I don't want to fight y'all on this, you know, if y'all feel that way, if y'all feel like it was a success, you know, then do you. <laughs> But I'm going to do me. <laughs> and I say that. I'm on two. Effectively wrapped up the series from Macaulay Culkin. Uh, I, I don't, I think he did one more child, uh, you know, oriented movie. He did The Godson. Actually, that was rated R. But, I mean, that was basically it. Um, and then he kind of just disappeared and like kind of became a, you know, Trouble, trouble teen. I don't know how troubled he was, but you know he hasn't looked good. Uh, either way, this one was a little more of a cash grab than the last one. Uh, was not as critically uh, loved, and uh, yeah. I think this movie's trash just because it's it's like this this movie shouldn't exist. Uh. They should have took Kevin away from his family, like at the end of the first one. That's how the first one should have ended, like. Well, yeah, the chopper gets a little more. In. Premise gets uh, a little they, more ridiculous, like the the more they, times you play it out. They put a blanket around them. You know, they arrest. They take the parents away in handcuffs. Um, but none of that happens, and he manages to get lost now away from home. Like, 
in New York, like the, the the big city, the biggest of cities. Like, what the fuck? This one, like, black people lose their kids, like sitting them outside while they have a job interview, and these white people are allowed to operate with impunity. I'm fucking upset. Oof. This isn't right. <laughs> then to top it all off, fucking Donald Trump is in it, <laughs> and he points yeah. to the World Trade Center, and uh, and I think he was in on 9 11. He being no, uh, Donald Trump and and Kevin McAllister. What are your thoughts, Eggs? Ooh, maybe that's what Russia's. Maybe that was Russia's. I don't know. Russia's playing know. a long game. Yeah, you know, they got him elected. You know, they know he did nine eleven. <laughs> that's some serious. I do think brother. Tim Curry was outstanding in this film, though. Yes, he the, was. Uh, he was great. The hotel employee. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He's he's so good, man. I, I can't wait. How has he never played the Grinch? That's a good question. Well, probably during his heyday, there, I don't think the technology for the Grinch was there. You know, like the practical makeup and effects. I don't think were were at the level that they're at today. When it was, he was in his prime. You know, to play the Grinch. Yeah. There's something I love about animatronics, though. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know, definitely. I will say though uh, that this movie, uh, I, 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 there's a lot of wealth in this movie, and I think that it always sends the wrong message, you know, for me. Um, I, I, I think well, about Kevin as a poor. Uh, it offends me greatly. Yeah, man. I I wish my parents had gold cards that I could steal. So do I. How rich do you have to be that your kid can go to the Plaza Hotel for like a week and you don't get a single call from American Express about your car being <laughs> like fraudulent charges? Like like this thing must have dropped what what was it like ten, fifteen thousand? And like American Express is like, no, that's normal. Yeah, he had limo service. Well, and that brings me to another that brings me to another point. Okay, the, the the movie famously ends on the uh, you know, the father exclaiming you spent $967 on room service? It's like, fuck you, man. Like, you lost me twice. I can do the fuck I want. Like, the nerve of you. Yeah, I, I could have... Somebody could have murdered me somewhere. Are you worried about me fucking eating pizza and chicken fingers all weekend? Fuck you. Yeah, there's some bad fathering going on in this movie. I, they like to talk about the bad mothering because she, she does the Kevin scream, you know? And it, it makes it well, seem like she lost the kid. Well, she does all the worrying, and she goes up to the counter. And that's a bad dad, man. He's awful. Well, in uh, in the father's defense, what if Kevin had bad vibes? <laughs> well, then, uh, I mean, I, I guess you got to go on a case-by-case basis, you know? You can't just... You gotta hear both sides, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep it neutral. Yeah, yeah, vibes are vibes are very fickle. It's true. One thing that gets overlooked, though, you remember Kevin runs into the lady at the ticket counter as as he's about to board the plane, and she does not ask him where he is going. Right. Because because if she would have said, "Young man, where are you going?" He would have said Miami, and she would have said, "Well, young man, this plane is going to New York." And then easy, it's it's over right there. But instead, he goes, "That's my dad," and she goes, oh, "Okay." <laughs> Another thing is that standby lists to New York are impossibly long, and there would never be an empty seat on a plane to New. Like, it's just it's not possible. Oh, oh, oh! Just, just go find an empty seat. 
bullshit. <laughs> like. <laughs> and then he does immediately. Hey, where did uh, they do that at? On Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas. Okay. Watch whiteness right, work. <laughs> the following is brought to you by 10 Clock Productions. Hey, I'm Opes. And I'm Chop. And this is The Chicken Social, a show where we talk about sports, politics, pop culture, and anything else that's happening. Basically, barbershop talk, but smart. You can listen to every episode of The Chicken Social on 10clockproductions.com, as well as anywhere else that podcasts are sold for the low, low price of free. The Chicken Social at 10 Clock Productions. Let's get it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In a jingle along the way, this was a uh, 1996 uh, comedy starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sinbad, uh, Phil Hartman. Uh, had a, you know had some some uh, some scenes with John Belushi. Uh, it was I don't know I, I think it was critically panned, um, but I, I I'm pretty sure that's all in the in the plot to stop Sinbad from becoming the superstar that he deserves to be. Um, uh, what were your memories of this movie, uh, Eric? Uh, you know, uh, a little hazy, actually. I remember seeing it uh, in my youth. I always thought it was a, you know, a, a critical darling, a, you know, a Christmas classic, something that, you know, the family Oh, heavens no. Uh, when Ooh. you want to get in, when you want to get in the you know the, the spirit, but no, no like, man, people. Sorry, I don't like, know why people people loathe this movie, and I'm not sure why. It was it, it was a budget <laughs> of sixty million dollars. Um, it opened at twelve million, and it basically just grossed back what it uh, what it cost to make it. Um, so they lost money. Uh, it was shot out in. Pasadena, which if you know Pasadena, it's incredibly hot. Um, it's perfect, out in, perfect environment it's, for a yeah, Christmas movie. Yeah, so when you see it, it they look. Uh, they a lot of the characters are sweaty because it's a lot of running, it's a lot of physicality in this movie. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think he kicks like uh, <laughs> a, 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 a a small person. Uh, a little, a little person. He kicks him across a, a 
an entire 90 foot uh, factory factory floor. Um, or he drags him because he's wearing a, a jetpack or something. Uh, Sinbad is a uh, postman and he threatens to blow up a radio station if he doesn't get his kid a toy. A whole lot going on in this movie. Uh, I, I really actually recommend it if you haven't seen it because it, it really is a, a campy Christmas classic. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a wild ride from uh, start to finish. Right. But the, yeah, the I, main... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, the most outlandish part of this movie is to me is like, that Arnold Schwarzenegger is a mattress salesman. Like... <laughs> This is big. Yeah. This big foreign man just sells mattresses for a living, and is it shaped like that? If I sold mattresses for a living, I'd be pretty fucking sad. Like I'd be eating junk food and yelling at my maybe, kid. I won't be, be working maybe out. Maybe he's big. Maybe he's a mattress salesman because he's big and he like offers free installation. <laughs> so he like he's he can carry stuff up the stairs and he does free installation like same day. That's my only. I I, I mean that's my guess. I, that's how I make sense of it. That's, in my head. I feel like I feel like the person playing Arnold Schwarzenegger's character should be shaped like Sinbad's character. Yeah, because Sinbad uh, should have been the star. <laughs> Maybe Phil Hart. I think Phil Hartman should have been the star, and then but he. I, I don't think he could run or do any of the <laughs> physical stuff because he's definitely funny enough, but. Uh, I actually like Phil Hartman as a as a stepfather, <laughs> probably. I think he's probably the best like stepdad like ever in a movie. What really pisses me off about this movie is that like after all this shit, like the kid doesn't even take the toy. Like I understand like the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of giving, and I guess I mean I guess in the end a black child gets a toy. Um, so I guess I should be happy about that. But it's like. After I've invested my, like, hour and a half, um, not even just that, if you put yourself in Arnold Schwarzenegger's size 14 or 15 shoe, um, think about it. Think about the day you've had, or just the, the week you've had, or whatever the fuck, and then after all that, like, he's like, no, dad, uh, I don't want the toy. You're my hero. I'm like, nah, fuck that, nigga. <laughs> Play with that shit. Jeez. That's just me. Yeah, like, man, what the fuck? Like, it's like, imagine, like, my mom bringing home a Tickle Me Elmo, like, at the height of that. And be like, no, it's like, just, just the thought that counts, mom, I just threw it on the floor. She fucking beat my ass. And she didn't even hit. <laughs> that's having kids, though, I'm sure. I, that's why I don't have kids now. <laughs> They're terrible. They don't understand the value of a dollar. They really don't. That's why kids let more ice cream melt than adults. That's a good point. That's a great point. It's like... You know, how much fucking money's dripping down their arm. It's like, if he would have <laughs> asked Arnold's son in that movie, how much do you think this Turbo Man doll costs? He would have said, like a thousand dollars? You know what? You don't deserve this toy. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> doing all this shit for this like little kid like by next year by next month he's gonna be like oh no I want a new Playstation now it's like you're doing all this for nothing like you don't even know your own son that's another part of the movie why the movie's trash he just waited it out be like you know he doesn't even fucking like these toys 
breaks them as soon as he gets them. So I, I, I for one, you know, uh, if anybody knows YP, you know, I walk to the beat of my own drum. You know, I, I, I have very hard, firm, you know, individual opinions on things. But I have to, I have to agree with the critics here and say that this movie is absolutely trash. Uh, it's not a regular classic or a holiday classic uh, at all. And uh, you should only watch it once just for the spectacle. Uh, it shouldn't be in anybody's uh, Christmas rotation, if you ask me. Nah, probably not. Well, we can do the next movie now, uh, which yeah, yeah. would be the last movie, which is Christmas Vacation uh, from the uh, National Lampoon's archive. Uh, this is actually uh, one of the... I, I will give it up to this movie, and I'll say that this movie probably uh, retained its humor better than 95% of the movies from the 80s. Uh, released back in 1989, uh, John Hughes was a writer for this movie. Uh, he did a lot in the 80s. Uh, as you can see, it's a pattern. He, had, he has a lot of Christmas movies to his name. Uh, this was starring Chevy Chase, uh, which... I can't remember, Eric. Is this one? I think this one is the third movie in the in the uh, Family Vacation movies. Uh, I, uh, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Second, second it's, or third. It's definitely one of the numbers that isn't one or two. Oh, true. Uh, had a budget of twenty-seven million. Uh, grossed seventy-one million. So it wasn't wasn't uh, didn't do too bad. Uh, that's like a trillion dollars in 1989 money, right? I think so. Probably probably about 150 now. Okay. Maybe. Probably, yeah. I think back, uh, I think this is the movie that I kind of, because I, I loved uh, Family Vacation, the original where they go to uh, Wally World. This one mm-hmm. was a little bit too, it was a little goofy. This was a little slap, this was extremely slapstick. Uh, as you can see, because I mean, you instead of going across country, now you're just in a house. Now you're just getting, you know, slapped in the nuts and falling <laughs> off roofs and electrocuted. You know, all the all the cra- uh, classic Christmas gags uh, that goes of together course. with decorating. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, can I just start by saying, uh, fuck Chevy Chase. I mean, that's that's probably my reason Oof. that this is a, a not a Christmas classic to me. Uh, he's a an old, bitter, sad man, by all accounts. Um, and I guess really just a real-life uh, version of his character on Community, uh, Pierce. And, yeah, um, fuck Chevy Chase. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, I do I, like the, never... I do like the, uh, the poster of the movie, you know, where he's getting electrocuted by all the lights and that's pretty I- iconic Christmas imagery. But yeah, just like yeah. fuck Chevy Chase. Very, very schadenfreude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do, uh, I did enjoy uh, his brother in this movie. Uh, the guy who plays Chevy Chase's brother. Um, mostly because he there's a, there's actually a scene where he, he wears a sleeveless turtleneck. And that just that just cracked me up. Uh, but otherwise, it's it's not a very family friendly Christmas movie. Um, not at all. That's 
Crash Lampoon has always been very risque. Uh, I wouldn't even say risque, but you know, they push the envelope. Uh, they 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 do hard PG thirteen, uh, hard PG back in the early eighties. Uh, but I I, I remember uh, I, I, there's just a lot that doesn't make this feel like a Christmas movie to me. Yes, and uh, my three-year-old son, he's an inquisitive type. He asked, Daddy, why is the SWAT team storming into this Christmas movie? Those would be fun and cheer. I'm too young to be watching this. This doesn't make me feel Christmassy at all. Please turn it off. That's what my three-year-old child said. He's got a good vocabulary, man. He does. He's great. He's a genius. Way smarter than his old man. Is that that you got the leapster? <laughs> That's what my cousins use. They use a the little leapster. They can't read though. They're pretty. Eesh. Let's not talk. Let's not talk about them. <laughs> they got yeah, the same. Just, they got uh... the same bloodlines as Casey and JoJo, who are also my cousins. <laughs> so. That's that's, that's probably one of the more fun facts that we've had on the show. That's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are from North Fact. Carolina, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> my folks out from, from Monroe, North Carolina, and uh, in Woodland, home of the um, the uh, people who are afraid of the uh, <laughs> of solar panels. Uh, <laughs> yeah, true story. <laughs> I th- I know you said earlier that this is one of the 80s movies that the humor really held up. I'd say the one thing that really didn't hold up was how uh, Chevy Chase's character sort of just exploded at the end. Because that kind of just reminded me too many too much of, uh, you know, domestic violence of today, especially per- perpetrated by uh, white males, you know? Well, yeah. it's And this movie was written by the whitest male, uh, John Hughes. Uh, who wrote Breakfast Club, um, Pretty in Pink. He did all the classic 80s, like Molly Ringwald movies. Um, I, I would say that him writing this movie and there being a, a, a white male explosion at the end. Uh, can I say pause? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. We paused. Um, I I just think that's that's indicative of his writing style. So, and that's that's what that's with a lot of uh, white guys, you know, being family men, but not necessarily being good family men. Well said. And that about does it for the your favorite film is trash holiday extravaganza special Christmas holiday deluxe special edition show I've been your host or one of your hosts Eric Truman thank you for joining me I hope you and yours are sitting around the fireplace right now drinking hot cocoa and nog and listening to the smooth baritone of me and the Eggman uh, dismantle uh, some holiday classics uh, Eggs what do you have to say to the people before we get out of here pal it's been a good year you know I'm grateful, and I'm happy we made it to Christmas. And, uh, yeah. Thank you. 
Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you guys for you know joining us through you know season one and coming back and coming to listen to the holiday special uh, season two. We'll be coming at you very soon. Uh, thank you for everybody who you know just spent any amount of time listening to me and Eggs talk shit. We really appreciate it. Happy holidays to you and your families, and you know, uh, happy New Year and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Festivus, all that shit. You guys can uh, you guys can find me at Eric Truman underscore on the Twitters. Uh, Eggman, where can the people find you at between shows and seasons and holidays? Can't find me nowhere. I'm a ghost in these streets. You can find me on Twitter at JL Sproul. J L S P R U I L L. And that's about it. Oh, I'm right. on Instagram too, actually. Yeah. Same Multiple platform. Alright, guys. We'll, uh, see you uh, season two. Thanks a lot. Alright, later. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Listen. 